soul. Breaking the yoke of bondage through the power of the word of God. Join Pastor Jackson and friends as we rightly divide the word of truth. You can find my gospel soul on Facebook, Twitter, but you can also find me, Denise Jackson, on Facebook and Twitter as well. Now, keep up with us also on the Denise Jackson Ministries website. That's at www.denisejacksonministries.yolasite.com. And remember, with God, all things are possible. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It's none other than your host, Pastor Jay, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done. Listen, how y'all doing out there? Y'all know we got a good show coming today. Uh, it is the day after Valentine's Day. You know, talk a little bit about love. What is love? What does the Bible say about love? How can you love and respect each other? All that good stuff. Uh, when we come back, but let's get the show started with a little bit of Bishop Sales and the Anointed Voices saying, no, 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 let's not do Bishop Sales, let's do your very own, and he's real, right here on My Gospel Soul.
Welcome back, welcome back. He's real. Hey, I was sitting there just rocking with it. Hey, man, God is real. Listen, Jesus is real. Hallelujah. You ever been through something? Praise God. You can feel his presence. I'm here to tell you, amen. Glory to God, amen. He is here with you. Praise God. Hallelujah, amen. Um, Today we're going to be talking about home, right? A little later on in the broadcast, we're going to be talking about home. Amen. The what the word says about the home. So we're gonna be going through it piece by piece and maybe break can can go into that for the rest of this week and a little bit into next week. Amen. Just sharing with you, praise God, amen, how God uh how the word of God, amen, uh views marriage, praise God, views the household, amen, responsibilities of the man, responsibilities I mean responsibilities of the husband responsibilities of the wife praise god just you know godly perspective on it amen which we know back then they didn't have cars tvs electronics they didn't have you know what we have today amen so it's important to write it by the word to praise god amen and apply it praise god with all wisdom and and understanding we'll take this time right now to go ahead and get into your weather and listen y'all i told y'all houston was listen you can't trust the weather in houston that's all i'm gonna say amen you just you just can't trust it and you need to just you got to learn how to work around it i guess you can say so let's just let's get into it all right today is thursday all right (laughs) Uh, February the 15th, 2024, all right? Um, it's mostly cloudy around Houston, highs in the lower 70s, south wind around 5 miles per hour. And for tonight, it's going to be cloudy, a chance of showers after midnight, patchy falls after midnight, lows around 60, south wind 5 to 10 miles per hour, and the chance of rain is at 50%. For Friday, patchy fog in the morning, cloudy with a 50% chance of showers, highs in the upper 60s, south wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. And for Friday night, cloudy with a 50% chance of showers, cooler with lows in the upper 40, south winds around 5 miles per hour, increasing to north 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts up to 30 miles per hour. When we do our show on tomorrow, we'll let you know what's going on for your beautiful, beautiful weekend. Welcome to My Gospel Soul, where we're breaking the yoke of bondage through the power of the Word of God. Let's keep moving. You know, we always got to let you know that God favors you today. Here's your favorite statement. My Gospel Soul, favorite statement. God favors me today. God honors me today. I am a success today. I have God's special favor on me today. He makes his face to shine upon me today. He is gracious to me today. I am someone very special with the Lord. I like people and they like me. I am flowing in God's love and others are receiving healing both in mind and body through my life and ministry. I am growing in the Lord. I am waxing strong in spirit. I am growing in wisdom.
them, and I have favor with God and man. I obtain favor in the sight of all who look upon me. I shall have favor today with people. I will meet nice people today. I shall have good relationships with people today. I shall favor and honor others today. I will be a blessing to the Lord. I will be a blessing to others. I am a person of prayer. God is bringing me into favor and success today. Confess favor with people, businesses, your family, friends, city, boss, and co-workers, and everyone you come in contact with. This has been my Gospel Soul's favorite statement. God bless. Welcome back to My Gospel Soul. Amen. So, like I said today, you know, yesterday was Valentine's Day. You know, in every holiday, I tell y'all how people are. And, and y'all witness this over and over again. Every holiday, somebody has to dampen it with, uh, you're supposed to do that every day. And you're supposed to do this every day. But... It's nothing wrong with designating a day where you can show your biggest expression of uh, love or appreciation or celebration for whatever that holiday is. You know, so when it comes to Christmas, people love to say, oh, you you, you are supposed to thank God for Jesus every day. Jesus is the reason for every season. But I really bless God for... Uh, um, how is how we can the world comes to a standstill for for the birth of Jesus Christ. Now they may be uh coming down chimneys and got Santa Claus on their mind, but people are stopping, amen, and acknowledging Jesus Christ, amen, his birth, praise God, amen. And we know that uh, the word of God says it's going to come a time where every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Now, um, but we we cannot dampen uh, uh, those moments. I'm a picture taker, y'all. So I got pictures of every, almost every little thing, single thing, you know, uh, in my life because I think it's important. You know, my father was a, picture, a photo taker. And when people start dying around me and I began to try to find pictures because I wanted to remember them, I didn't have pictures. And that's what I know that his his uh, picture-taking thingy thing uh, or habit or hobby became mine. So I try to take pictures everywhere I go of who or what and where, praise God, to keep up with the things that are going on. Amen. So I celebrate, amen, different things. That was just a quick nugget I want to throw out there to you, how important pictures are and how important it is for a moment, to capture a moment, praise God. Amen. So it's just like with the holidays, it's important to cap to 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 take a moment where it's just singleness of mind and this is what we're concentrating on. Valentine's Day just passed, so everyone had a singleness of mind, and they were they were focused in on love. 
They will focus in on appreciation, what that person means to them. No distractions. They had to plan for it. They had to, you know, had to, you know, put on their best, you know, show for that person that they love. And I think that it's an awesome, awesome uh, holiday. Now, one of which brought me into talking about the home. Amen. What does the word God, word of God see for the home? And y'all know that uh, on social media, we're seeing a lot of conversations about uh, relationships and what you should do to get a man, what you should do to keep a man, what you should do to get a wife, what you should, how you should treat your wife, how who should pay the bills. Or, who is responsible for the bills and who get, you know, just I, I am the table. Who, what you bring to the, what does the table stand on? I mean, just all kinds of stuff going across social media, but we're in the information. We're on the information highway when it comes to the internet. So we shouldn't be surprised, you know, with different things. I mean, as irritating as it is, you know, because you could click on one video, like it, and all of a sudden, now you got, you know, 15 more videos on the same thing. So, <laughs> so you know, just be, be encouraged. Amen. Take what, what pertains to you. Amen. And leave the rest. Because not every piece of advice applies to your particular uh, situation okay all right so today just we're going to look through a couple of scriptures i, I want to look through <clears throat> and, and i'm you know i'm going to give you different places you can go and you can study you can you know build a foundation from praise god amen but one thing i want to say is before i pray one thing i want to say is everybody's relationship is different you can't i can't take what worked for you and 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 think that it's going to work for me. I can't take what so-and-so did and, and apply it to my relationship because my husband may be different. My, my, you know, your, you know, my boyfriend may be different. My, uh, your wife may be different. So what you have to do, you get in the word, you set up a foundation. And, and sometimes, uh, well, most of all, it's the love and respect and understanding of each other. That's the most prominent in your, the most important in your relationship, do you know your mate? Do you know your your mate to, uh, to a point to where you know how far you go? You know, because we all get upset and we all say things. But do you know your mate, amen, to the level where I know not to cross this line? I know I got to find, I'm a, do you know what to do, what not to do, what pleases them, what doesn't, you know, do you know? And and sometimes you you have to uh you got to take out the time to to study each other on purpose. You got to ask questions. You got to say, "Baby, what you like? Baby, do you like this? Baby, you eat this. What, do you want to go here, baby?" <laughs> you know, uh or and and when you argue, you know, do she respond to you yelling? Do he respond to you yelling? You know, communication is key in a lot of relationships and and communicate not and are you communicating effectively? <laughs> it's just nuggets, y'all. Uh, you know, um, uh, another nugget I want to give is, do are you two still respecting each other? Do, let me tell y'all something that you may not know. 
when a woman loses respect, it's hard. It's hard. When she loses respect for you, it's hard for her to get it back. Now, it's hard for her to lose respect for you. <laughs> Let me help somebody because sometimes, now, I'm not talking about a person who is scarred or traumatized or, or still functioning in a disrespectful manner because of things that was done to them in their past. I'm talking about when the slate is clean, the healing, the healing is there and or our counseling is there. And now you're at a place where I respect my king. You know, and, and he's, I love my queen. When y'all are right there, you know, <laughs> amen. It's hard for a woman to lose respect for you, you know, but watch this. You can chip away at her respect for you. And a lot of times when a man is chipping away at the, at the respect is because that his mind is not, his mind is not of one accord with his wife. And when she be start when, I mean, when she starts to say, when he starts to to lose, uh, start, you know, losing that love and that and that zeal for his wife, it's nine times out of ten is because he's lost focus on his wife. He's lost focus on the main ministry, and and that's when you can either get counseling, call on a mediator, and and find your way back to each other. Now, I do want to suggest this. If you feel like y'all in the beginning stages of that where y'all are not that dedicated to each other, you the same uh, dating you used to do, the infatuation you have with each other, it seems as though it's slipping away. It may be time now before it gets to a point, uh, you know, of, of uh, look, where y'all are operating in mass destruction, you know. You may want to just go ahead and get a mediator in. You might want to go ahead and... Um, and look at date night and, and up what you do to, you know, for each other because you don't want to get so far gone till you, there is no connection anymore. There's no, you don't feel the hope that you did when y'all first. So it's important, you know, to make sure that you nurture and, um, you know, and take the necessary steps. I heard a young man say, well, I'm not getting counseling from nobody. I get my counseling from God. Okay, uh, first of all, <laughs> you know, because he, you know, he feels like man is flawed, but we all are flawed, you know, but sometimes other people have techniques that you can use, and sometimes uh, sometimes that, that having that mediator there gives, gives her an opportunity to say what she needs to say, and, and, and you hear her. Amen. And it gives you an opportunity to say what you need to say so she can hear you. And and most of the time, it is the distractions of this life that come into play. You know, it kind of chip away at at the uh, intimacy that you have with one another. So today, I just want to start off with... <laughs> I want to start off with, because I'm going to tell you something about my Bible, and I always thank God for my mother. She always give me good Bibles, you know. Um, and I love the uh, study section in the back of the Bible. It's wore out, y'all. When I say y'all, this, this Bible is wore out. Oh, my God. But before we get into it, let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for this opportunity to share the gospel, share your uh, love, share your 
your word with those couples with well, or people that are seeking and they're studying, amen, getting themselves prepared for what they want in this life in a marriage relationship. And we thank you for it right now. We decrease that you may increase. Help us to receive uh, what is being said today. All right, amen. So I start, I, I start in, it got a little section called courtship. It called, I'm sorry, called courtship. Okay, so in that, I'm going to give you some scriptures, Genesis 29 and 11 through 20. And uh, Jude uh, 14, 1 through uh, 10. Amen. Read those. Amen. But throt- throttles. <laughs> throttles. <laughs> Every time I pronounce that. Oh, I get so tired. Okay. And Genesis 29 and uh, 18, it says, And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel. Thy younger daughter. Now, those of you that don't know uh, the story, Jacob was in love with with Rachel, but the father uh, had an older daughter, and uh, he was like, it wouldn't be right <laughs> if you marry if you married my younger daughter before the older daughter uh, got married. So <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was some things going on. So okay. So Jacob married um, the other daughter. Uh, which I'll go in. Jacob married the other daughter, and, and he went through seven years. He went through some stuff to get to Rachel. In other words, this this shows the love he had for Rachel and what he was willing to do for Rachel. You know, and and Genesis twenty nine. The next verse, 19, it says, and Laban, Laban uh, said, Laban said, it is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. So he said, he said, you're going to have to be. So <laughs> and Jacob served 70 years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had for her. It seemed but a few days. He was willing. He look, girl. <laughs> Who is this fool? This stuff saying, "I'm in love with you, girl. I'm in love with you, girl. I'm in love with you, girl, girl, girl." Listen, it's it's a um love he had for her, connection, a man he had with her that put him in a position as a man to say, "I'll do whatever it needs to take." Amen. To to have your hand in marriage, spend the rest of my life with you. Praise God. And where are you in your relationship? Do you have this type? If you're dating someone, because sometimes you you're dating and this person ain't that interested in you, and you know it, so you just with them because you just no. You want somebody that's going that's that's going that's willing. Amen. Hallelujah. To put in work for you. That's how I say. Willing. Amen. To go through what they, you know, what they what they have to go through to be with you, you know. And a lot of times in this life, you settle, you settle. Oh, I'm just lonely and I just want somebody. And then boom, there you are with just somebody. But it's a powerful thing, Amen. To be, Amen, connected with someone that you know will move heaven and earth for you. Um, now, uh, 
going over to going on over to our topic of marriage, praise God. Uh and I'll be sharing a couple of uh scriptures to my Facebook page and on my website. Amen. To kinda just scriptures, just scriptures. I might type a little extra here and there in it. But just scriptures because it's important that you understand why I'm just share scriptures because like I say, everybody's relationship is different. Everybody's relationship is different. You know, everybody, you know, cause I heard a uh, lady don't marry a man. Ain't got no job, but uh, I was married to a man that, that was disabled and I was working, you know, and, 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 we had love for each other. You know, God kept us. God supplied our every need. But watch this. When things got uh, started veering off and I was very vocal, hey, I want my husband back. Where's the man I married? Blah, 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 blah. And he was going off. And, you know, so we have to hear, take the scripture, pray on it, say, Lord, show me um what you would have me to do in my marriage, in my relationship. It, you know, oh, my daddy did it this way. My mama did it this way. My mama never did Listen, listen, you're not married to your mama and you're not married to your daddy. You have to be able to sit and you have to learn one another. I'll say it again. Learn what each other needs. Come on. Glory to God. Amen. So let's look at this. Let's look at this. We're starting off in Proverbs 18 and 22. It says, whosoever findeth a wife findeth, uh-uh, uh-uh. Whosoever findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Y'all may hear me uh, talking to Yoshi every now and again. Uh, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor with the Lord. When we come back, we'll talk about it.
Father, revive me once again. Um, continuing on in our topic today, which is the home. So we're starting off, we start off a little courtship, talking about Jacob, Rachel, amen, and, and the time that he had to serve her father for seven years just to get to her, amen. Um, also, some other good um, courtships I want to just drop Um I want to drop before you is David and uh, Mary uh, and one first um, Samuel eighteen seventeen. You can look that up. Mary and Joseph, Luke one twenty six uh, through uh, twenty seven. You can look that up. 
Um, so we're in a man, we're in Proverbs eighteen twenty-two. Um, Whosoever finds a wife, uh, finds a good thing and obtain obtain a favor with the Lord. Um, a couple of things while we were on break that I was looking at is uh, we look at we when we read the scripture. And a, a lot of us do this because when I first read it, I took it as a man on a search for a wife. And but but I looked at at different times, like when when Jacob was in the presence of Rachel, when he found Rachel, he wasn't necessarily looking for Rachel, but he discovered her. So we're talking about the find of discovery not the find of I'm on a whole search trying to find a wife because sometimes and I'm saying discovery because it's like court right uh what are your findings as we can say but they do a discovery they so they ask you for all the information you can gather and and you send it to them because they're trying to they're trying to um they're trying to find something. They're 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 looking for something that they don't know is there, right? But a man, when it says when a if when a man findeth a wife, they're talking about when he realizes who this person is to them because she could already be there. She could already be, you know, and they'd still be in their foolishness. Come on. You know, sometimes men, you know, cannot see the obvious, you know, and it takes them a minute, you know, and the Lord, and then you wake up one morning and realize, hey, this this my person, you know. So it's talking about that type of find, you know. It, it's coming to a realization. I wrote down it's discovering that that I need you. And, and I heard a interview long time ago uh that Chris Rock was doing about his wife. He's divorced today. But uh he said something uh that caught my caught my uh I caught my attention. He said that his wife created a need for her for her. So when he when they uh, were not with each other He found himself needing her Come on hallelujah Again you heard what I said He found himself needing her Praise God That's the type of find That the scripture Well that's the revelation God gave me about the scripture That he's not talking about a man on a search He's talking about a man that discovers That this is his wife That discovers You know because Sometimes a woman knows who she is to you before you do, you know, and and her and she just stays there. She does it. She she learns you and 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 takes care of you, and and you find out that you're doing the same, you know. And and God brought that together. Like I said, Jacob was not looking for a wife. Okay, Jacob was running from somebody. Jacob was on the run. <laughs> he just did his little, uh, uh, little stuff with it, with his uh, brother Esau and all that, and Jacob was on the run, and just so happened to come to his uncle's house, which is uh, Laban, Amen. He had come to his uncle's house, and just so happened while he was there, there was Rachel. <laughs> so 
it's a discovery. It it's a it's a place where you realize, Amen, that uh, I I need this person or 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 without this person it'd be a void in my life or it's it's a it's a discovery of that person. It's not a search. Cause, Cause a lot of times when we're blessed or we find this favor like this, it's something that we really, you know, went in the mindset of, you know, you <clears throat> ran across, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just not so so finding, amen. <laughs> a man that findeth a wife, amen. Wifely qualities. You know, a person that's ready, a person that 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 you know, uh, that's ready for you. That's that missing piece. Come on, hallelujah! Find the good thing and obtain and obtaining favor with the Lord. In other words, praise God, Amen. You now have access to different things that a lot that single people and you know don't have access to. You 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 um. Amen. Are blessing in ways that uh, that single people are not blessed in. You know, um, and not saying that single people are not blessed. I'm just saying it's a different arena when uh, you sit a single person and then you sit the you know the married couple. That's two different places. God blesses you in your singleness. He blesses us all in our singleness in that time where we're alone. But God, we obtain a, a different type of favor when we enter into a marriage covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. So in First Timothy three twelve, it says, "Let the deacons be the husbands of one wife, uh, ruling their children and their own home." Now this goes more into the home itself, praise God, amen, the structure of the home. It says, be the husband, it says, having one wife, ruling their children. That means both of them, ruling their children. You, that's together, amen, their own house. So um, I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures. The first scripture I read was eight, uh, Proverbs 18 and 22. And for reference, you can look up Jeremiah 29 and 6, 12, and we're going to read 1 Timothy 5 and 14. I will, therefore, that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. So he also deals with how we carry ourselves. How, what we say And you find a lot of uh, Married people today Whose business is all out in the street And it's not because Somebody is lying to God It's because the person inside the marriage Is giving out You know is telling your business Woman of God Now I'm not talking about if you are Being abused Or if you I'm not talking about that I'm talking about you just outright telling your business To your friends And to your family And all of this And it sets your spouse up To be in a very uncomfortable position So you got to make sure You know Women of God That we (laughs) That you watch what you say Don't speak reproachfully On your own house Hebrews 13 and 4 says marriage is honorable 
and all, and the bed is undefiled. But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. God say, I'm going to judge that. <laughs> right? So marriage is honorable in all. It's honorable in all. And the bed is undefiled. Now, defiled is to make filthy, dirty, corrupt the purity of the the purity or perfection of dishonor. All right, so that's what defile means. It means to make filthy, filthy, uh, <laughs> or dirty, or corrupt. Okay. All right. So in case people need clarity or understanding on that. All right. And then the last part of that scripture says, but whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Amen. Genesis 2 and 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto, unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. You know, amazing thing about the scripture is that people tend to people tend to not under not I, I wouldn't say not understand it. They read it, they hear it, but they have a problem with the follow through. Okay, when I was young, I heard my dad say that I moved my wife an equal distance from her mother and from my mother. <laughs> and he said he did that so that she could have her own house and she can run it the way she want to run it, you know, and it wasn't until I, I became an adult and read this scripture and started going through my relationship stuff that I understood what this word said. You, your mother and your father built a home for themselves and, and they have their rules. They have they, their setup. But when you get a wife now, you have to put her, uh, uh, allow her to be in a place where she can have her own atmosphere. The way she does things. I remember when I I got married uh, young. I think I was like 21, and um, my husband every every holiday he wanted to go to his mama house. We going to my mama house, you know. And I told him I said no, no. I'm gonna cook my I want to cook my own Christmas meals. I want to cook my own you know Thanksgiving. I want to do my own. Stuff, you know, and I had to, and I wanted to start my own traditions, you know, because, I mean, I want my kids to, to be at my house. So it was hard at first. He didn't listen at first. We get up, we, we in pajamas at his mama house. So we in pajamas, you know, and it to, I explained, it's okay if we go to your mother's house. After we eat our meal, after we watch our kids open their gifts, and it was hard for him to leave and cleave. It was really, really hard for him. His mom was always in our house, and she was always, you know, and his dad was always telling him little stuff and jacking up um, the unity in our house. And it was, when I say it was, look, it was oppressed, you know, and ultimately, destruction came to that marriage because it was too many people in it it was it was too much you know and it did not it's kind of like if you don't give a, a outdoor a outdoor plant sun it's gone it's gonna die so being smothered 
and that relationship just smothered it on out, you know. So you have to make sure that you understand what the Lord means, what the word of God means by that. You have to leave. You said <laughs> leave and cling. Uh, it's also amazing because back in the day, uh, you would hear um, when people would get into it in their marriage and, and they would run home to their mama and mama like, uh-uh, go home, go home. Nope, you can't sleep here. You better go back home. <laughs> you know? and, it, and, and I can say back then, uh, old school, we love to say old school, they, they used to uh, uh, celebrate you staying in your marriage and keeping your marriage, you know, but sometimes it was to a fault, but, you know, um, it, it did promote, you know, marriage, you know, and, 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 and staying one and listen to your husband and go home to your husband, go home to your wife, you know, and uh, so, you know, that's important. Making sure that you keep your household closed off from other people, your marriage. I'm not saying lock yourself in the house. I'm talking about your personal business, your fights, your disagreements, your arguments, because people, your family is unforgiving, unforgiving, okay? Your family, once they hear it, that's it. It's, it's they, <laughs> you know, so make sure that you, um, that you keep your family out of your business. It makes for a very healthy marriage. And it puts you in a position where you have to communicate. You have to communicate with, with your spouse. You know, and some people don't communicate with their spouse. They're communicating with everybody else. And I'm telling you, it will be to a detriment to your, um, to your marriage. All right, Matthew 5 and 32. But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causes her to commit adultery. Now, this is going over into adultery. This is going over into the things that cause us to to uh, to sin against our marriage. It says, I'm going to read it again, Matthew 5 and 32. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication. And some people think he's talking about divorce. No, he's talking about when you when you put your wife aside to to for example, you you got I hear people say a lot, I got a work husband. I got a work wife. I got a I got a I got you know, and, and some 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 people in that marriage, you got a person you go out with. You got a you got a best friend that's the opposite sex. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's not you shouldn't have a, a a best friend that's opposite sex. What I'm saying is y'all you gotta you gotta know what's too far. You know things that you should be doing with your wife, you should not be doing with another woman. And same thing with a with a woman, things that you should be doing with your husband, you should not be doing with another. Obey, oh oh work husband, let's go get drinks after work. Work husband, I brought you some food. You setting yourself up. And the stuff you be laughing, you think it's cute and all this, but you really setting yourself up uh, to open up door for the enemy to come in and things to happen. Now, it says, saving for the cause of fornication causes her to commit adultery. And a lot of people gloss over this scripture because they don't understand it. It's saying that you are one. 
you are one. And also you allow spirit to come into your marriage where you think that you got away with it and in years past and then y'all sit down and counsel and she tell you, hey, when you was in neglecting me and ignoring me, so-and-so came in and all this kind of stuff. It brings the spirit. You think it's kind of like when a drug addict says, what I'm doing only affects me. What I'm doing only, it, it ain't, I ain't messing with nobody else. I ain't bothering nobody else. And you don't realize it is, yeah, it, it mess, messes with your whole family. And so it's the same thing when a man thinks, oh, I'm just, I'm cheating. Oh, I got this. Because your emotions are now tied into somebody you're sleeping with. So you're telling them all your bit. So your connection with your wife now is, 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 is jacked up. She's feeling neglected, left out. All this stuff. It's all kinds of things that come in when you, um, when you breach, uh, your marriage covenant. When you breach it, it's it's like an open door, and the enemy say, okay, they let me in. I come here and play around in their marriage. I can I can get her. She lonely. I can bring the 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 lawnmower man around. She lonely. I can bring the you know. The milkman, I was just saying, quote unquote, it leaves an opening for 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 uh, for fornication or adultery on both um um uh, uh, for both of you. And it says, and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committed adultery. Now we go. You can go all over to Mark ten and seven, and and back in. In those days, uh, uh, divorce wasn't something that you wanted to get. Divorce was not, you know, <laughs> oh, she divorced, he divorced, he put her away. He, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, that's what this was pertaining to. And, you know, that today it says, uh, in, let me see. You know, today we get a divorce and we move on. But what if I were to tell you that first person you married? If they didn't fornicate, if they didn't commit adultery, biblically you still married to it's like God. Somebody right now is like, Oh my God. Oh, we, we divorced because we couldn't get along. In irreconcilable differences. But if you are a Christian and according to the word of God, they did not commit adultery. They did not, you know, so I'm gonna leave that alone. We're gonna leave that alone for today. So let's look. Uh let's go to Mark. And as y'all can see, I'm I'm just I'm skimming. I got a couple of scriptures. I'm just hitting different little topics in the marriage. Uh, let me. I gotta tack on uh, some minutes right quick. So in Mark ten and nine, it says, "What therefore God joined together." Let not man put asunder. Okay. Because see, people say no man, but it says let not man put asunder. Now, <laughs> when I was studying on this scripture right here, um, people disassociate themselves from from some of the words that's in the Bible. But but you got to look at this. It said, let not man put asunder. I, I, I was taught something because I was in a, uh, was dealing with a very abusive uh, 
well, verbally abusive relationship, and I mean, it was something else. And um, I was just staying in it. I was just, listen, I was, you know, and many times God gave me a way out, way of escape. But I was like, uh uh-uh, I I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't do it, I can't do it. And God ministered something to me. I would pray and cry. And this person, when I say this person was, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray, I would pray, God, give me strength and show me how to love this person and show me this and the other. And one day, the Lord, I mean, it was a real quick, it, it wasn't even a long conversation the Lord gave me. Lord said, I didn't put it together. <laughs> and I sat back and I just like, whoa, you know, because I'm praying, I'm crying, I'm at church, I'm, you know, trying to preach and still do, and still make sure I want to, you know, and the Lord said, I didn't put it together. And I was like, oh. And sometimes in our lives, we we choose these people. We choose these people. We choose these marriages. We choose heartache. We choose, you know a person was was a cheater before you married them. You knew the person was uh, manipulating and mean and all this kind of stuff before you married them. And God didn't put that together. Your loneliness put it together. Your need to be with somebody put it together. Your I don't want my kids without a daddy put it together. You, you Whatever, some childhood trauma said, let me hurry up and get married. And there's some Christians that get married just because they want to have sex. So let me go on, get married. You end up in a in a in a situation that God did not put together. So first we want to establish by the scripture it says what therefore God joined together. Come after that. You know uh, let no man put let no uh man let not man Put asunder. So a lot of the, the things that are break the marriages that are breaking up that are that are that are uh, broke to pieces and are chaotic is some things that God didn't even put together. Come on, because you can't go straight to the end of that scripture and not pay attention to what it said. It said what God put together, you know, and we we constantly. Uh, get ourselves into things and God's like oh that is not what I wanted for her that was not what I ordained for her but because you decide to go and 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 get in it guess what he let you do it come on he allows it to happen you know and uh I mean it was just a powerful thing just for to and I'm gonna tell y'all I'm talking about prayed and cried on my face, on the floor, uh, knew the guy was cheating, knew he was doing all kinds of stuff, knew he was, uh, and just go, just, I'm going to stay, I'm going to pray, I'm going to believe God's name, I'm going to go to the threshing floor and all this stuff. And Lord said, I didn't put y'all together. You put that together. <laughs> oh, my God. But when you, when you are in that marriage that God did put together, I'm going to bless you today. You are in that union that God put together. It's going to be some struggle. It's going to be some hard times. It's going to be some times when y'all don't see eye to eye. 
it's going to be some times when he loses a job or, you know, or, or somebody gets sick or something. It's going to be some time because, you know, and you have to, you have to say, okay, uh, uh, Lord, give me strength. Lord, teach me how to be a wife to him. Teach me how to be a husband to her. Lord, teach me, you know, and you humble yourself and allow the presence of God to be the most dominant in your marriage. You know, because when you look at a relationship, somebody in that relationship is more dominant. Either he's more dominant or she is. It's going to always balance out like that. But when you both surrender to God and let God be the more dominant character in, in your uh, force in your marriage, then boom, you have stability. You know that when you hit a hit turbulence, hard times, you know that you can call on God and you can bow before him and he'll give you the answer. You can lay your burdens down. You can't, come on, amen. Y'all can work that thing out by saying, baby, we're going to get that to God. Now, come here, let me kiss on you. You're going you gonna to learn, you learn how to surrender all to God together, you know. Amen. Our next scripture, and like I said, I'm just, you know, doing a little snip, you know, look a little bit on each one of these. Romans 7 and 2 says, for the woman which has and husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if that husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. Loose from the law of her husband. There's a lot of people that never marry again. But we'll talk about that on another show. First uh, Corinthians 7 and 10 says, and unto the married I command ye not, I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. 7 and 11 says, if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. Woo! This is some deep stuff right here. You know, like, I don't know if you're ready for it, you know, uh, but it's some deep stuff right here, you know, uh, and a lot of people, oh, the Bible say, but if you was really in a uh, position to live by the letter of the law, a lot of these marriages and a lot of stuff that people are in today, they wouldn't be in. It'd a lot be a lot of households that still together. Now, one thing I, uh, which I'm going to talk about on another show, is about the marriages that God didn't put together, and they're still together today. And it, and and I I see people, you know, cussing each other out, talking crazy to each other. You know, uh, it's people in violent relationships that should have been over years ago. It's folks that died been in relationships. It's folks we and we watch the news. You know, he he didn't kill the the uh, kids, he didn't kill the wife, the kids, and then shot himself. You know, it's a lot of things that uh, that God's signature is not on. You know, it's a lot of things. And and hopefully in the upcoming show, and I'm making a note of it, um, I want to get into that because, like I say, some people bound. There's some people that's stealing stuff that God did not put together, and 
and um, terrible. You can lose your life in it. And I just honestly don't believe, I, I, you know, God did not, you know, when God ministered that to me, everything I didn't put together, you know, some of this stuff we put together, you know, so I'm definitely going to be talking about that. I am enjoying myself on the show today. I hope you heard any of these scriptures that can help you, you know, just dive in and study like God, you know, like he wants us to with his word. Dive in, study, you know, or get some spiritual. Go to your pastor. Say, Pastor, please help us, you know, to to get our marriage back uh, in alignment with the word of God. Amen. Or, you know. In alignment with God, you know, again, two unique, two different people come together to become one. And if you if you're not careful, it will it could be a train wreck. But if you get in this word and get a mediator, get a get a uh, get counseling, Amen, to help you navigate through, Amen, the hard times. And I promise you, you come out as pure gold. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Praise God. Amen. Tune in tomorrow. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the home, just little bits and pieces to help you out or uh, jumpstart you on the way to healing or on the way of leaving, whichever one. Amen. Manifest from it. And you got to know that God loves you. Praise God. And God wouldn't want you in anything that will harm you. So I love you. Talk to you on tomorrow. Remember that our faith is impossible to please God, but with God, all things are possible. Who cares? God cares. My Gospel Soul. Weekdays on Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you news. Bringing you words of encouragement to brighten your day. Tune in or call in. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.